In Your Money Today, Carolyn Wright takes a look at what investors need to know about the development of the Santin uh, Technopole as part of the Northern Metropolis here. Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. The professional services and investment management company Colliers recently released a report regarding the development of and opportunities provided by the Northern Metropolis. I'm joined now by Hannah Jong, who is the Head of Valuation and Advisory Services at Colliers, to find out more about the plans and the investment opportunities they may offer. Thanks for joining me again, Hannah. Thank you. So, can you tell me briefly a little bit about Santin Technopole? What is it and what is it as a part of the Northern Metropolis? and what the plans are. So the Santin Technopole is the central part of North Metropolis covering existing Santin area as well as the Longmachao area. So Longmachao area, we have a Longmachao Loop, which is Hong Kong Shenzhen Innovation Technology Park. And also Santin area used to be sort of a villager area and a little bit of a commercial. They will change to Santin New Town area. So that covers over 600 hectares. And within that, main focus is really INT area. So INT will cover around 381 hectares. So Santin Technopole will be the main one, which has 213 hectares. And then Hong Kong Shenzhen Innovation Park will have around 87 hectares. That size, if we compare, around 380 hectares is about combination of Wan Chai, Admiralty, Central, and Xiongwan. So this is really significant development, government putting effort on it. And the key strategy here is really twin city with the Shenzhen INT parks, which is within uh, Huanggang and Futian area. That sounds like it is uh, seen as a very much a sort of a bridge or a, a gateway. What is, is that why its development is so important uh, for Hong Kong's ambitions as an international INT hub? I think Hong Kong has been relying on the service industry too long. So after the pandemic, we need something stronger or a solid foundation to make a future growth work. So although we are starting a little bit late, but it's never too late. So the government want to put effort on INT, which is a new focus in the market. So they are saying we have two engines within the city. One is a financial engine at the south, which is we referring Hong Kong Island, and then INT engine at the north, which is North Metropolis. And then from the central government point of view, it's a twin city development. So Shenzhen and Hong Kong is a twin city. So we go as a Hong Kong, we will grow beyond our city boundary and able to cope with the, or leverage Shenzhen existing platform of INT sector to Hong Kong as well. So like you said, this is one heck of a big area that is being dedicated to this project. What do you think the government needs to do next to make sure it's successful? The city's most pressing drawback is the price of land. Hong Kong has been some of the most expensive properties in the world. This cost has to be reduced because when you come in, you want to spend your money on the R&D. You want to spend money on the salary of your staff, uh, welfare of your staff. So if we reduce initial investment of buying land and developing on it, that will help those companies to move in. 
But again, if government is too biased on this sector to give the land almost for free, then it won't work for existing players because we have been paying significant amount for the land price over the last few decades. So government need to carefully framework on this, how they will dedicate those land to the newcomers coming in. Financial Secretary Paul Chen already mentioned that there will be direct bidding, so you don't go with a public tender. And as long as you can prove that you are contributing to the economy and hiring enough people from the Hong Kong side, that will give an incentive. But again, that will not able to directly compete with the, the private market. So. What we are suggesting is they can shorter the land tenure. So instead of current um, perpetual renewal 50 years land, they can give a shorter lease such as 20 years and 30 years, which will lower down the land cost. And then second part is planning. If you look at current planning, if your land is under commercial or industrial, there is a very strict requirement what use of a building can be sit on that zoning. But if you look at like Google campus, if you look at even Alibaba's campus in Hangzhou, they are huge campus development and within the campus, it's quite self-sustainable. There is small retail area, even bars and uh, retailers within the campus and office, laboratories, etc. So government need to make a planning more flexible in this location to attract those big conglomerates or giant tech companies to come in. And then lastly, the, those plot ratio and site coverage are very stringent in Hong Kong. So if you sit on one land within that zoning, you can maximum build, say, uh, six or nine or 15. If they can utilize more flexible pro-ratio and site coverage, that will also reflect into the better design work of those campus development. So these are the one thing government can consider to make it something more flexible in the future. Okay, so lots of things to think about to make it a cool place for people to want to really hang out. Now, let's talk a little bit about the investment opportunities. What do you see the uh, Northern Metropolis presenting for both the public and private sectors in terms of investment? So the North Metropolis INT sector, there are key area government want to focus, which is biomedical technology or healthcare technology. AI, data science, and advanced manufacturing. So that's the key industry government want to focus in the North area. So end users who are involved in this industry, they can come in and then take the investment opportunity to get a land a little bit cheaper rate and then develop their product and able to get into the mainland market. So that's the opportunity the government will offer. But also, in order to make this area work, we need to have a lot of infrastructure. Currently, we have MTRC who is building the rail within Hong Kong. But this is also a good opportunity that government can invite foreign railway companies or infrastructure companies to come in and bid for the project. And that will offer attractive attractiveness of this project to the foreign companies in the future. And also within the innovation park, the government will build the building with a really high spec. So those are tenants who doesn't want to build a building by their own. They want to move in quickly, but utilize a better spec of a building. That will be the opportunity. So I think this project will offer good for both public and the private sector. Now, what about private investors? Is there any way that they can get involved? 
I think within Suntin New Town area, there will be portion of commercial and residential land reserve. Although government will put a lot of effort to put the public housing, so these area will be land for sale in the future. So if we look at the time frame, there will be some resumption work starting from end of this year, and then they are targeting 2031 will be first batch of population moving in, and then 2034 will be the major population moving in. So you can think about there will be um, over 12,000 employees in this area, which is about uh, we can say half of one child working population. So they can come in, and that will help the market. And everyone need to eat somewhere, live somewhere. So that's the opportunity private investor can look at. And to me, I think one of the important key area is really the hotel sector. Hotel is really essential to host a big convention and hosting foreign guests coming to visiting the area, etc. So the government's ambition will work very well with the hotel investment. So I, I, I highly recommend private investor to look for the site which can be developed as a hotel. And then existing landlords, they will receive those resumption notice from the government. So you've been there a very long time. You have a land carrying on from different ancestors. Government will give you notification of a resumption. I recommend those landlords to utilize a valuation company as soon as possible because they will evaluate whether that offers really makes sense. Or how you can appeal to the government, because those landlords they don't need to pay anything to the valuation company. This is a government policy that they will government will reimburse those professional fee to the landlord. So I think it's no harm to utilize those resources in the market to make sure when they resume the land they can get a good profit out of the long term hold of the land. Really great to get your insights and explain the the exciting future we have for the northern metropolis. That's Hannah Jong, the head of valuation and advisory services at Colliers. Thank you.